on the bus when they see me driving by. Hanging out the window with my magnum, taking out some putos, acting kinda local. I'm just another local kid from the street getting paid for my vocal. Here is something you can't understand. I work at this killer man. Here is something you can't understand. I work at this killer man. Here is something you can't understand. I work at this killer man. Here is something you can't understand. I work at this killer man. Here is something you can't understand. I've been going on a dumb shit, yo, because nothing is coming from it. I'm not gonna waste no time. Some action, just a fraction of Brexit I got the clearance to run the interference It's your satellite, shining a bad light Sing the gap And I know that'll get you right Here's an example, just a little sample I work at this killer man One time tried to come in my home Take my chrome, I said you was sewn Take cover, son, or your ass out How you like my chrome, then I want the rookie pass I'm getting out the blast out What I did anyway <laughs> How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you're listening to Graveyard Talk. Uh, I guess today is a, is a special Graveyard Talk, because tomorrow, uh, when we're recording this, uh, this is the day before my 38th birthday. Boo! Boo! Right. <laughs> Happy birthday to the Chuck Nasty. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, so Whitman was believe it or not, this was Whitman's idea, not mine. Yep. Uh, yep. Thought that uh, maybe we do a uh, Chuck's birthday picks, uh, like my top five favorite. Uh, horror yeah, we've covered all kinds of uh, you know genres and just franchise all kinds of different stuff, but and even some of our favorites, but. This is a special Chuck only edition. Yeah. So and I told him that most of his picks, I don't know what they are. You know, we were still going with the concept of not sharing the list. I just don't have a list. And so I figure a lot of his will probably be classics that I've seen. So I'm, I'm still going to comment. And, uh, you know, we're just going to give kind of some, like a briefer rundown. Because most of these we've probably covered. Yeah. If not all of them. So. This is very true. This is very true. Um, but some of our newer listeners, you know, that don't know some of these movies or you know true that yeah. whatever uh, I decided that okay there's so many fucking movies out there but you only have like you have the top five that like if you want something to watch you know these are the movies that you can go to that you don't have a problem uh, putting on you know um, and Replay honestly value. yeah exactly yeah and honestly I, I kind of decided to look at my arm over here because I have all these like horror movie tattoos oh, which goodness. I right. occasionally talk, talk about um, He's got more than five, folks. Though. I do so, have more than five, like, uh, so I'm I'm only I'm going to pick <laughs> five off my arm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you haven't heard before, favorite movie of all time. <laughs> you know yeah. it, okay? Right? Yeah, we've covered this and different. I don't know, at least two different angles. Leatherface so. is king overall. Yeah. Just always know Agreed. that. All right. So cool. this, so this, and this five, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because we also have talked about. It quite a bit. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna take it off the list. Oh okay. It's, it's, all right. It's, it's just always gonna be. The it's top. just always gonna be like okay. the king. All right. I like this idea. Yeah. See, I'm gonna have to do something similar with mine because it's in my top five mm-hmm. ever. So I may have to. All right. It's just untouchable status. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first off, I'll have to mention this, and we've mentioned this a couple of times. Yeah. Well, really all right. much. is this in order? Uh, should I do them in order? Or I, I, I would do least to favorite. So I do okay. You know right. the, the the least favorite at right now, the one you like. God, that's it on the end. Okay. Uh, Went to your. Hmm. I'm curious what what you pick. I'm doing it like that. Shit. Um. Another one I'd pick off your arm, but it's. You know. I, I think I'd have to go with Amityville Horror. Okay. As as yeah. my my least. Uh, and that doesn't mean that, uh, that I dislike it. Obviously, it's on my arm. Yeah. I have the fucking house. It does on have my the arm. house. Yeah. Uh, I think it's one of the. Uh, uh, greatest um, in the uh, it's one of, it's one of the most fantastic amazing uh, it's oh. it's one of the best uh, haunted house movies ever I mean it's kind of the the OG yeah okay. you know in a lot of ways right um, possession movie you know yeah. I mean with uh, what's his name DeFeo yeah, yeah yeah you know based on true shit the, if you don't know the story quick rundown family gets killed by a psycho uh, family member and you find out that apparently the place is haunted or is possession. He says there's a lot of stuff that there's that went all on. kinds of stipulations. Uh, the book, the book's a fun read. It's a good book. Yeah, um, I've read the book actually. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's also really cool because there's a lot of mystique. Uh, I guess that's the word for it, surrounding that house because people. Oh yeah, it's you iconic, know, man. Yeah, like you. The, the eye, I mean, the I would know it from your arm. You know, I mean, from a distance, like if you've. There's a little blue house here in Mount Sterling that actually looks like that. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but there is a house that looks like a smaller version of this. It's like, what the fuck? 
even has the but, eye, the eyes like yeah. the windows and shit. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it's icon. We have a lot of shit. older houses right here too. So that's like uh, up in New England, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember where it's at, but you know, so it's older houses and they're built different. That one has particular iconic windows, and you know, everybody knows. It. Even people that are have just barely seen horror movies, like, oh, that's the Amityville house. Like, I mean, right, you would yeah. see it, you know, a poster or whatever. So okay. it's uh, it's iconic. I like it. And you know, of course, you know, all that stuff's cool and stuff. But there's also a lot of questions on if it actually was a haunted house or not. Oh right. Like yeah, was there some people killed there? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, that was real. Was any of the the you know demonic stuff around it, the possession stuff, whatever? Yeah. I don't know about that. One. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Because I mean, because I think I think it came out that the the brother that killed everybody, Defeo, I think he. Uh, it just came out. He was just a bad drug addict. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, I want some drugs. Uh, you know, yeah, out of my brain. It's pretty, so. the, the whole story is kind of fucked up. That whole the whole backstory. Right? It's, to it's, me, that still gives something with the house, though, and with oh, that, that that area. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's just like why people uh, visit murder uh, sites, and just you know, it has a a weirdness to it. Yeah, but I wouldn't, you know. I wouldn't go to the actual house though if I was, was anybody out there. It was for sale at one point. It was if you sell one point. They don't want people gawking at it. They don't want people going anywhere near it. Oh they right. Ch- they chase you off the property from what I've seen from different videos and stuff. They have That's to like funny. they have to film it from like the other side of the street. Right. Shit sometimes if people were outside. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's a, it's a weird thing. They they change like. Well, because if you sell it to a private residence, can you imagine if you were just there like? trying to sit in your living room and there's a bunch of horror fans out there like snapping pictures of your house and shit you know it's like man come on I get it but I mean again, you're moving into the end of your house right so you just gotta have to deal with that a little bit yeah yeah buy another house that's just as cool somewhere else that's not this one if you don't want the publicity that is true I mean to you me, know you know what you're getting into it's just like yeah it's just like when famous people bitch about being famous it's like you wanted to be famous and now you're famous and you knew everything that goes along with it but you're going to complain about it. You could have just stopped doing movies, you know, before you got the big time. Yeah. You know, could be I don't know. I don't know. There's some options. There's all, I'm, there's always options. They're not always the best. Yeah. But there's options. So, but anyway, Amityville House is, is iconic. Oh yeah. That's what that's, so that, that's, Tombstone, that's the bottom. Tombstone, I would say, uh, it's just cause your favorite don't mean it's a five tombstone. You right. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course not. Uh, especially with the movies we watch. Yeah, I was um, like, I've got a really shitty favorite in my list, probably. So I say I'm gonna go with a four on it. I'm gonna have to go with with, with a four on it. All right, I'm gonna give it a. I'm not particularly fond of it. I like what it what it is and kind of all the weird, even though they're not the best either. All the weird franchise uh, spinoffs. God, that's so, something. Yeah, good you know, Lord. and the the remake with old Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds was not bad. I liked it. Uh, I liked it. So it's not my favorite, but just as what it stands for, uh, man, I'm on the fence. It's either three and a half or four. Yeah, I can get that. It doesn't it have much replay to me, so I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. It's, okay. Be, it's better than the trash, for sure. And I think it's iconic. It's just... Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the first Amityville is good. Uh, the second one's good. I like Amityville, too. There's some weird little... There's one I liked as a kid. Uh, but I haven't seen it so long. It's like a big lamp in the attic or something that the whole thing's about, or a clock. Shit, I don't, I don't know. There's I gotta, something, yeah. It's like Amityville 1994 or some weird shit. It has a, a strange name there, to it. There's but, like fucking 10 or 15 fucking Amityville. There's, well, people, people, because Amityville is just a name of a place, anybody can use yeah, it. Right. And there's even a guy, I can't remember his name, but I'm friends with him on Facebook. <coughs> uh, but uh, he made a movie called Amityville Vibrator. 
perfect. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm we'll rate I, that one. I can only imagine uh, the greatness that movie will bring. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the second one I like too, but it's not. It doesn't beat the first one. First one is a classic. Second one, the second one's good. After that, I, don't even I wouldn't even movies. bother with unless you watch like, the remake. That's you know with Ryan Reynolds yeah. other than that. But yeah. Yeah. All right, so I guess my second. Yeah, it's just you, man. All right, just me on this one. Fuck, it's all about me. Yeah, I'm just uh, rambling because I've seen all these too. So, um, they're getting a little better. So after Amityville, what's uh, what's the next big up? I'm 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 probably gonna have to go with Not Living Dead. Okay. All right, there there's the OG that's on your arm. Yeah. There's got the the original uh, chick, the 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 first. The girl in the basement, I don't know what her name is. In the, I can't remember. But anyway, the girl it's in the basement. Yeah, it's the, it's the scene from the first the OG. So. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I, I I go to it all the time. Yeah. I, I really do. It just, it's, there's something about it. Just It's always fun to watch. Yeah. It always gives me that creep vibe. Like, I'm always like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I really. I think it's the way it's shot and just uh, using black and white and film. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, it's 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 just it's it's you know you know it was the first movie that technically Dax watched when he was yeah. a baby, you know it was my turn to to watch it for the up, night yeah. and stay up all night with him and I turned the lights off, put on black and white, and I've lived and dead, and he was he was pretty enthralled with it, and he still likes it now too. That's funny, that's good actually. So it's got a good little memory to it. Um, also a Romero fan, you know, right and. Uh, but it's just it's it's one that I've, I've gone I, I go back to quite a bit that I can't uh, yeah it's it's definitely oh it's, it's classic it's man. definitely to me, yeah. it's uh, it's one of my loves I like it a lot it, as far I I love the remake <coughs> as bad as I hate to say that one you know we've talked about them before. oh don't don't hate to say it because that remake's badass you know the <coughs> just a I don't know it's just the right pacing and everything for me because the OG is a little slow. Yeah, but the way it's shot is so good. Just the black and whites and just some of those angles and stuff that Romero got. I don't know. That one, it's like a low angle with those zombies that are coming up to the porch. Is like, oh, yeah. Man, it's one of my favorite shots in a horror movie ever. I can do that. Even though this isn't my necessarily top one movie either, but I, I love this one too. But it's that shot. I don't know. There's just like maybe a handful of zombies. Like just walking up to the porch, but it's got a low angle, like down where like tree roots would be, and you see just a weird shape of the house with just a handful of zombies. It's like I don't know. It lets you know everything's out of kilter right now. Everything it it sets the whole tone for the rest of the movie. And I don't know. I just love that shot. Even as a youngster, when I seen Night of the Living Dead, I was like, I agree. I didn't see it when I was real young, but I seen it young enough to be like, man, I want to make movies like this. Like I want to I want to shoot film like this. You know, I want to shoot whatever, but. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely. Yeah, and of course it spawned the whole. Oh, for those of you, yeah. uh, real quick, I'm not. I'm not going to go through some big long things. These movies you should already fucking know. So, oh yeah, we're just going to talk about so, them. So, just so if you it. don't know what Not Living Dead is, okay, get one, out of here. Yeah, get out of here. It, 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 people <laughs> I mean, trapped in a farmhouse, dead people all around them. After them. there you it's go. It's the it's the OG you know uh, bunker of survival horror uh, movie. You know, mm-hmm. it spawned everything zombie. I, I like the fact that it just, I don't know, there was something about it being in, because uh, I, I think we might have mentioned this before on the show, but I always like the fact that the little white house, the little farmhouse that yeah. they're all stuck in, 
every time, like as a kid, and even now, I'll pass a house. I'm like, that looks like it's from Not Living right. Dead. It's either Not Living Dead or Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. But those houses just, those are like the old school, like farmhouses. Well, and I have, you know, it's similar, and like I said, I may have talked about it too when we talked about the zombies, but, uh, you know, I didn't have a house that big, but I lived on an 80 acre farm when I was a kid, my dad's place, you know, and half the time of my life I spent out there. So it, it kind of hit home cause I was sitting in the house and I would think how we would fortify the house. Yeah. If this was our house and, and zombies uh-huh. hit, I'm like, well, we have 80 acres in this barn. We got like, you know, some farms, like just like bailing supplies and all these different things. I'm like, how can we, how can we bunker this house? All kinds of shit as a little kid, you know, I'm like, this is. This is cool. It's funny. I, seen, I was the same way about that shit. Because I sit, oh, I saw, I seen, whatever. The uh, the remake before I saw the old one. Like, I saw the remake when it came out. So it was like 91 or 92 or whatever. Something like that. You know what I mean? So I was like, whatever that is, nine years old. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Then, so I saw that one first on Monster Vision and shit, you know, back as a mm-hmm. kid, you know? That's why I saw it. But man, it made me, like, get into the idea of, like, survival horror and, like, I don't know. It's kind of spawned some writing ideas and some photo ideas, all kinds of shit in my life in particular. Yeah. So it's a love of mine for sure. I, I remember telling my dad after watching, actually, I, I know, I know I was, my pick is the, the original, but he brought this up. Because I, I used to think the same thing. Like, what would be bored of all the, you know, what, yeah. what would be used in here? Blah, and you didn't even live on a farm. But right, it's yeah. the same I, deal. It, it, it sets <laughs> you in that mindset. It's the first movie that I can remember that's just like, well, you may not be able to run away. You may have to bunker up. Right. Yeah. You know, so uh, the enemy is outside everywhere. There's nowhere to run. Well, Tony Todd uh, as Ben, for one, was amazing. That's what sets up the remake yeah. so good. Well, when they're going through the house and somebody's like, oh, here's the door. He's like, it's no good. He's like, it's just a door. I mean, it's no good. He punches, punches a hole through, through it. it. It's like, He's like, it's no good. Yeah. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, we can't use that door if it comes down to a zombie attack. Yeah. He's like, why? I was like, there was already no holes good. all through it. Because he had, like, there was one, but just the door just was, it was it was yeah. just, like, thin. It, it was hollow inside of it. And I just, I always remember that. It was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Being kids. Um, Maybe it got a, you know, strategy moving in our brains early. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like, because hey, you don't have to fortify against zombies right now, but, you know. But there's always, there, there, there's always a possibility of a time when shit's you might need. right now. Shit's getting wild. You may have to know how to fucking bunker your house up, you know. Yeah. But, some people out there are already doing that. Yeah. So, and not just because of any particular reason, just because it's probably the best idea for them. Well, I mean, if you ain't got nothing else to do, mm-hmm. and you own your house, it's true. it ain't bad to, uh, you know. Get some defenses up. Anyway, oh, that's some weird shit. But yeah, right. Some prepper talk a little bit, but uh, but yeah, not living dead. The original uh, George Romero Tombstone. Tombstone, man. I I I'll, I'll probably give this one a, a four as well. All right, to me, I I can't remember what I rated it as last time, but right. I would say probably the same. So I'm I'm going with a four and a half on it. Okay. It's almost a perfect flick to me. Yeah, if the pacing was a little faster. Because I love that it's in black and white. Like I said, I love the shots and the angle stuff. If it was just a little faster, like the the remake, yeah, it would be a perfect five to me. Yeah, I the remake is a perfect five to me. I could rewatch that movie a hundred hundred times. Oh yeah, but, no, it's it's definitely a favorite. But the OG is is a four and a half to me. It was uh, it was really cool on 
2G1C where I got to actually oh, yeah, video chat with, yeah. with uh, uh, Patricia Tolman. Yeah. She bitched about me for smoking too much on the show. Good. Uh, yeah, Good, really. Patricia. Thanks. Yeah, really. We do too, but he won't listen. So I'm trying to quit. Uh, but also, when it comes to the original Night of the Living Dead, if you've never seen it for whatever god-awful fucking reason you never watched this fucking film, one, don't call yourself a horror fan until you do. Um, but also, don't watch the color version of it. I don't know. Have you seen that shit? What is it now? Uh, a few years back, they put out a colored version of uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original. I tried watching that shit and it was just it it took away so much from from, from, from the movie from just it not being black and white anymore for me I don't guess I've seen that really? Oh, yeah because yeah, they, like, they did that with uh, Young Frankenstein also and it's like why would you do that in these movies? but yeah just watch the black and white one and then do, yeah I mean that's part of the charm of the old one to me mm-hmm. but and the remake is I mean it's not shot for shot but it's, it's close I mean you ain't gotta watch a colorized old version yeah, really. Just watch the remake or watch the good old version. Exactly. Or watch them both back to back. Yeah. So I've done Compare that. differences. Some people can't do that, but I, I can. Um, I did it one time back in college. I I, I always like to, to watch the original and the remake back to back. I don't do it much anymore, but when I was younger, I had my time. Man. Yeah, really. Uh, and compare and contrast because I was a complete fucking whore nerd and had to do shit like that. Yeah. Make lists. Still make. <laughs> that kind of stupid shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see uh, We'll talk about one more real quick before we take a little bit of a break. All right. What's, all right, so we get into the good, the like... Mm. All right, so that's two or three? Yeah, that's two. two. All right, so... Yeah. Getting, getting close. All right, this so... This is your bronze place winner. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to go with Phantasm. Okay. On this one. Um, I, uh, the first one? The, the, or one I love them all. I love them all. But we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with just the first one on, okay. on this. We'll talk about the first one. All right. Now, if, you, if, if, you've, ever, if you've ever seen Phantasm, um, people listening out there, because I know you have, um, yeah. is that not one of the most confusing fucking movies you've ever watched? Oh, it's wild, man. As a kid, I was just... And now as an adult, I've watched it a hundred times. I'm still just like... What the fuck is Michael, going on? What's happening? Yeah. And then after watching Ravager and stuff, I'm like, you know, so it's just like, uh, it's crazy dimensions and shit, but all right. It's, it, but, I mean, I'm still, <coughs> I'm still in. There's some five movies bad. later, six movies later, uh, or five or six. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Um, and they just get crazier as the movies go. They oh, really for do. sure. Um, the, the well, menacing tall man. man. The first one is just so fucking wild. It's oh, it's like, the, I mean, it's the best. It's basically just a, a, a nightmare. Yeah. Just a, a wild nightmare. Boy. <laughs> Breaking mirrors and don't know if the dude was asleep or not. That's a great way to describe that movie. It is. A fucked a, up nightmare. It, I yeah. mean, because, you know, because as the stories progress, then you still don't know. All this shit may be just dreams and just, I don't know. It, Phantasm, you can't really... It, it's a movie that any time that I, I try to get people into it that never watched it, they're just kind of like, what the fuck did you make me watch? Yeah. Some of them are like, man, that was really badass. And some of them are like, I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I like it or not. When I first watched it, 
it was back when all the movie chains were closing down. Yeah. And they were selling all their movies, you know, for like cheap as fuck. Oh, yeah. Blockbuster. Well, when I was living in uh, Nicholasville, they uh, there was a Blockbuster there, and they were shutting down. And, uh, uh, and they were selling, they had... They were overpriced their fucking movies that had cases and stuff big time. Right. And my dumb ass took advantage of that. Like, I, I, I got totally duped, but I had to have these movies. This I had to have. Yeah. I get it. But they had the single ones that didn't have cases for only a buck. So I loaded up on a bunch of ridiculous shit, you know. And they had a shit ton of phantasms. I don't know how they acquired. There was probably, like, it was, there was, like, I mean, or like, three rows, or two or three rows of nothing but phantasm and these little... Uh, sleeves. <laughs> was I was phantasm one. It was just the first one, yeah. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And I had never you seen buy a it. Handful of them. Uh, you buy his birthday present. I should have. You should have. No, I only bought one of them though. Um, but I was like, "Oh, okay." I've been wanting to watch this movie, you know. And uh, I also just bought the uh, the DVDs. They have like a bunch of different movies on them, oh, and God. they had Phantasm two oh, on there. So I was like, "Oh, cool." So no, I can. It's I, the four pack with his on it. Yes, it? it is. Yeah, it is. Because that's the only way I found Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah. And, uh, I have that exact collection yeah. and I knew it. Because for a while I was scouring around for a copy of Part 2 on DVD. Yeah. I couldn't fucking find it anywhere. Yep. So, and the only place that I still found it is on that fucking four pack. Yeah. I don't know where I got that four pack. Walmart, Target, wherever the fuck. It's probably Walmart. But uh, I knew it. I knew it was where you are going to have that too. I, anyway. <laughs> Because uh, for some reason, for a long time, it was hard to get on DVD. <coughs> yeah, I know. Really, I mean, yeah. now they've made a, a bunch of uh, the box set trilogies and yeah. box sets and stuff. It was, it's easier to get. But yeah, for a while when I was young in high school, man, or in college, something, I had to bought that four pack, man. It was fucking weird when because I've got the uh, the collection that came out. Yeah, and it was yeah, so I've crazy. It was so crazy to go to Walmart and like see like. Phantasm, like the whole, all the films, like yeah, it's just weird, it was, right? it's like what the fuck, like when did this? Okay, all right, cool, I'm fine with it, whatever. Right? Um, crazy ass movie, crazy ass movie. Yeah. The the menacing tall man, the 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 kids. Yeah, it's like hard to explain. Around. I mean, we've talked about funerals, phantasm, dead people, little weird people. Again, you need to watch this movie. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's 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 tuning forks, acoustic guitar playing, ice cream men. Uh, I'm gonna suggest you uh, you you get in a, in a good a good creative mindset while you're watching this movie. Like smoke you a joint, take you some shrooms. <laughs> I don't know if you would take some shrooms. Man, I can't imagine watching Phantasm on shrooms. Dude. It might be scary. That'd be. It might be a scary. Yeah, thing. it'd be a mess maybe. Uh, but uh, you gotta I, at least watch part two. Watch one and two because you don't see the iconic shotgun until part two. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there, I, I I love these fucking movies. Though. I really do. Oh, yeah. Um, a few years back at Scarefest, uh, they had the Phantasm people there. Like, and, That's where I got my, my sign that. Yeah, me, me, me and my ex, Rachel, we went and uh, got to meet Reggie Bannister, yeah. which is really cool. Yeah, shout out to Reggie. Cool yeah, as fuck. Yeah, his health ain't too great these days. Yeah. So, you know. I see on Facebook or Instagram or something. That, yeah. He hurt himself a while back, and ever since then, it's just his, his health's just been not, not yeah. too great. Um, but I got to meet him and, and stuff. And I didn't really, I haven't gone to too many cons. So I never knew how, you know, I always felt weird talking to people if I'm not giving them any of my money. And yeah. I'm wearing a Phantasm shirt while we're there, because that was why we were there. And... 
Don Cascarelli, the director, uh, was just kind of talking to people, standing out there just like all happy and shit. Yeah. And walked by him and just kind of like kind of nodded at him and he just, he looked at us kind of weird. And I told Rachel, I was like, I was like, man, like I feel really stupid for like, like why did he, she's like, well, you're wearing a Phantasm shirt and you didn't say anything to him. Yeah. He's probably wondering why. Yeah. You are wearing a Phantasm shirt. Right. right. And I wish, I wish I would have talked to him or whatever, but it, it was cool. And, I, and also, uh, Angus was supposed to be there, but he was sick and unfortunately he passed away very shortly after yeah. Scarefest. But the one cool thing that I had, yeah, I have a video of it. Him. Yeah, he called them and yeah. uh, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we didn't yeah. go together. No, me and my ex went also, but we were not. Yeah, I didn't even know you were there either. We were just somewhere in that room, at different places. But yeah, yeah, I was there too. It's, was cold out in there too? I don't know. There was. There were, I'm pretty sure there was somebody. Two or three else of us that didn't there was a together. bunch of us from Mount Sterling, man. There, there's <laughs> yeah. a there's a horror fan fan base here here in yeah, Mount Sterling. That's true. for sure. Um, Especially with Phantasm, as weird as that is. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, but yeah, they called. He called Angus, and, and Angus, he you could tell he was uh, not feeling good. Yeah. But he really wanted to talk to everybody. You tell he was in a good mood. Though. Oh yeah, he I was. Think a, it made him happy that he had a whole room full of people that were just like, ah, like I mean, going. Oh yeah, man. Know. Like, cause and then one, that's the one thing that I love about that guy. I mean, there's a bunch of good things. He was just a nice dude from everybody. Yeah. I wanted to show him my fucking Phantasm tattoo. I got to show Reggie, and and him and his wife Gigi. They they. They liked it. That that was really fucking yeah. cool. I should have told him to take a picture of it, you know. But uh, but yeah, hearing got to hear his voice and him doing his uh, his voice, his oh, yeah, his man. tall man shit. And he yeah. always loved doing that at conventions and stuff. So that's kind of a uh, important moment in my yeah. I was I was almost in tears. I think at that point, dude. Yeah, you know, my lady at the time, she's like, "Are you gonna cry right now?" I was like, "I didn't." But I was I just like, so to, happy, yeah. dude. I was like a little I kid. I was like, that's the tall man on the phone right there. Do you understand? And of course, she's like, no, but I'm glad you're I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because in all, in all actuality, there was a lot of people in that room that when he was talking, we're getting like, you could, oh, they were yeah, getting, because I was getting that way too. Yeah. Rachel, she can't, she can't help not to like cry yeah. things. And so we were all just like, and Chris was there too. Yeah. And you know, it was just like, wow, man, you know, cause you could tell, like you kind of knew. Phantasm has a crazy fan base because like you said, the people who, uh, are into it, dig it. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's in your top five. It's probably in my top five. And, uh, I mean, it's just so loyal fan base. It's such a, you know, we put up with all the crazy storyline and shit. We don't care. Alternate dimensions and gores and crazy time travel shit. Cool. We're in for all of it. Just give us Reggie and these little balls and tall man. And just, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Tombstone, I'm going to give it, man, I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. too, man. It's perfect to me. It's like, since if it's too weird maybe for some people, mm-hmm. but it's shot cool. It's like, I don't know. The characters are believable. You know, Reggie and Michael and uh, Jody. Oh, yeah. Everybody's pretty believable. It's just who they are. And uh, because that is their names. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah. it's like they actually, like when they call each other that on film, it looks natural as fuck. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know, everything about it looks really good. And it is just like a head trip. Of, it's like, I'm. it's like a psychedelic horror to me. Yeah. It's one of the, like an early psychedelic horror for sure. Yeah, love it. Uh, so yeah, Phantasm. If you haven't seen it, you definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, listen to some music, and we're back to uh, discuss the rest of uh, my picks on this very special Great Road Talk. 
Welcome back. <laughs> this is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And uh, you are listening to Graveyard Talk, as you know. I'm going to put a full disclaimer, heads up. I don't know what Chuck is picking for this music, because it's his birthday. So he's just picking <laughs> some, uh, probably his favorite shit, which is crazy stuff. So. I, I am I am going to be playing some, just some randoms, but some of my favorites. The music is not Whitman endorsed for this episode. Right. <laughs> right. I may uh, like it, but I don't know what you're going to pick. So just putting that out there since I just got back. I'm just going I, to, I, I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You already know you're listening. So you've heard at least two. Right. I don't the know. Intro I, and I the hope break. they were amazing. Yeah. I hope they're good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we were going through my top fives because of uh, my birthday being tomorrow. Um, we're on to number two, the silver medal winner. <laughs> number two. Number two is a favorite of mine. Uh, there's three, there's a trilogy. Uh, and the first two are the best ones talking about the reanimator movies and then specifically the original reanimator. Yeah. Uh, cause I do have reanimator. I do He's have got a Herbert, Herbert West, Herbert uh, West tattoo. Yeah. Uh, some people have been stupid and thought that it was Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. But there's a needle in his hand. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's got a, a, you know, the needle of a reagent. Yeah. I don't know, man. And it doesn't. I, th- I mean, I think it looks pretty goddamn good, personally. I think yeah, it looks I like him. Think it really, nothing against Rick Moranis, but that, <laughs> he's got glasses. Black. Yeah, I was like, it's just to do with glasses. But Jeffrey Combs doesn't look like Rick Moranis, and that doesn't look like you know. Anyway, whatever. All right, Reanimator. Yeah, uh, this movie's great. It has everything I want in a horror film. Um, it's based off uh, an H.P. Lovecraft story. Yeah, um, it's a good one. The Herbert West. Tales or whatever the Chronicles, yeah, Chronicles or something like that. Um, And the funny thing is, though, is H.P. Lovecraft actually the story that he wrote, like the the series that he wrote, the stories about Herbert West, are they were his least favorite stories that he ever written. He didn't want to. The only reason he uh, he wrote them was because they were. The, the magazine or paper that he was writing for was on his ass about him. Like, pay them bills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he pretty much. Took the story of uh, here's my life, Doctor Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, and kind of tweaked and, it and warped it. Yeah, and which that's one of the reasons why I fucking love it. That's so why much. I like this movie quite a bit too, for the same reasons, like yeah. a updated, tweaked version of, of uh, you know Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert West, a little quick thing. Again, this is also a, a, a film that I feel like if you're a true <coughs> true horror fan, you've seen it. If you haven't. Sorry, you need to go watch it. Yeah, you should but watch it. Herbert West is this uh, little kind of goofy uh, doctor scientist guy um, who pisses everybody off because he knows everything that they don't. That's he's he's a know it all completely. Well, but he's he's Herbert in the right West. though. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's not in the right like as far as what he does with it, but he is smarter than everyone around him. Oh, completely. So that's the reason why that he's just like his ego overshadows his reason. Yeah, you know. He, uh, he, much like Frankenstein, right? Yeah, and his 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 life's work has become him trying to reanimate the dead, and much like Doctor Frankenstein, he thinks he's doing a good a good thing, but he also knows that it's also possibly going to be bad. Well, at a point, he, I mean, once he reanimates a piece and knows it's not just like you can't just return somebody to life; they come back as this monstrosity, right? Like, like once you know that and continue. Then you are in the wrong. 
Yeah. I was like, if you're on the True. pursuit of knowledge, if you're in the pursuit of like trying to help people, trying to, uh, you know, whatever, medicine or whatever, trying to extend people's lives or, or make them immortal, whatever, I can see that being for a good reason. But as soon as you revive something and it's like, you know, basically a ghoul, uh, then you keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of know what's going to happen. You know, then you're probably, I don't know, and you don't really tweak the method. Right. Like there's no... There's no change. It's just like reagent. Yeah. Here we go. This so. bright green goop that that brings things back to life. Yeah. Gets them a little stick in the back of the head, and they come back. To the brain base, all, all good. It, it's, he well, okay. Herbert West ends up uh, he ends up moving in with this uh, other this other doctor, um, who is a very much more like. The guy has a heart, and he doesn't want to do bad things. He wants to help people. There's a yeah. big scene at the beginning of it when you first see him where a patient of his dies, and he's all distraught about it and shit. Uh, he moves in and uh, becomes roommates with this guy. They end up forming kind of a friendship, um, and it's all chaos. The whole thing about bringing the yeah. dead back, back to From life. From the start. From the From start. From the jump, man. But this movie is funny as shit, too. Oh, there's some dark comedy in it, for sure. Oh, yeah. I What is his name? Uh, Brian Yuzna? <coughs> yeah. Is the director, or Yunza? Yunza? I can't remember. Yuzna, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's got a cool <laughs> flair. Uh, he also did Return of the Living Dead 3, mm-hmm. which I'm a big fan of. But just, like, his style and just, like, the weirdness and uh, the tongue-in-cheek comedy and just... Uh, I don't know. He's got a cool, cool take on... The Lovecraft kind of idea, and well, to well me, let's, I, let's I like go down that. the line real quick. Just a real quick thing about 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 Reanimator. Okay, this movie has it all. It has mad scientists, dead people coming back it to life. Zombies, essentially. It's George. got uh, a cat that comes back to life in a very funny scene. Oh yeah, which cracks me up every yeah. time I watch it. Uh, you have a headless, uh, a headless mad doctor, yeah. fucked up weird dude. Uh, you you also you also had that same severed head uh, trying to go down on Barbara Crampton's character. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like you got cute blonde in there, Barbara Crampton, but you know she's still cute blonde. But oh back yeah, then it's when she was yeah. young, and uh, like one of her first like I would say big horror flicks. Mm-hmm. You know when people were like, oh, who's that chick? And just you know start really maybe. I mean, I know she had other roles before this, but like in the horror world, this was a biggie. Yeah, like Reanimator's a big one for for a lot of people. So I know she was in Chopping Mall. She was in yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think Chopping Mall maybe Castle before. Freak with yeah, uh, truth uh, with Herbert West. Je- yeah, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs. Goddamn, yeah. Drew Blank. Uh, I think it's even the same. Uh, I think it's maybe the same dude. Well, it's not Brian Houston, but it's, it's uh, not. But the the same dude worked on worked on it wasn't a director. Some, I don't know. It's, it's they've got a lot of in house like you know family yeah. connections. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's got this movie has just it, there's every it's it's wild and crazy. I yeah, mean, Herbert. One of my it's favorite scenes. Like typical zombie Frankenstein movies. Oh sure. yeah, I, I I I love it when uh, when Herbert West um, is talking to the severed head. I can't remember his name. The doctor. He's the, the asshole. Um, and he's talking to him, and he's just like, he's like, who? Like they're talking about. They're, I can't remember the exactly what was said, but he's just like, he's like, who's going to believe you? Blah blah. blah. Get a you know, join a sideshow, get a job or something. Yeah. He says to him, it's just, it's a great movie, it really is. Oh it's, man, it's, it's 
It's definitely it's, it's you'll heavy. laugh and you'll kind of get grossed out and kind of be like, oh sweet, this is cool. Like all in the same you know hour and twenty minutes or whatever it is. Oh yeah, but I mean so, the thing is though, the movie could be two hours long, and as long as I kept at that speed, you wouldn't even know. Yeah, it's got good pacing, and uh, you know Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton, and I can't remember old dude like the sidekick guy's name, but um, I don't know. You know the acting is good. Everybody's yeah. on point. Like it doesn't have really a flaw. It doesn't have a down point to me. I love it. No, it's it's, it's a good one. The second one, Bribery Animator, is also I'm gonna throw out. Uh, that's a good one as yeah. well. Uh, it's a good sequel. It's one of my favorite sequels. And the third I one, I don't even, I don't mind the third one, man, because I like that it's got some change up in it, because they put that other little like mm-hmm. spark to like give them intelligence, so, like it's another. Yeah, I mean they at least try to do something different with it. Uh, it's not bad. It's 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 the weakest of the chain, but it's, yeah, it's still. If you're just on a reanimator kick, watch it. Just yeah. throw it in there. It's still Jeffrey Combs doing reagent shit. The opening, the opening dead guy thing, and that one was yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some cool spot parts, you know. And there's some. Like change up, so yeah, good shit. Uh, Reanimator, yeah, I'm gonna you. I'm gonna give it a five. I have to give this movie a five. I this movie is flawless in my opinion. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I'm hesitant, but I can't really think of a reason not to also give it a five. It's, right, so, I see, mean, I can't remember if we've talked about it or what I gave it before. It's probably pretty high, also, but happens. Yeah, five. Five. It's awesome. Reanimator, man. It's, uh, you know, and it's got replayability. It's uh, one reason mm-hmm. on the chain of like yours. Amityville is about the only one that I don't have a replay on. Like this movie, I can pop it in anytime. I'm like, eh, hey, Reanimator, cool. Yeah. And I don't have to like pay attention all the time. You know, I can do my other shit or whatever, but it's a, uh, it's definitely got high replay. It's one of those, it's one of those that I really like when I have friends and we're trying to watch a movie and they've never seen it. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, cool. Reanimator. It's we're a really this. cool intro to just like some weird horror, uh, it's not as weird as Phantasm. Yeah. You know, like people can get behind, oh, this is like a Frankenstein film, but weird. Yeah. You know, or whatever. This is like a zombie film, but real fucked up. But, uh, yeah, it's a good intro to some strange horror. It's, it's, it's some good shit. So we both give that a five on that. Yeah. I kind of felt that was going to happen. Yeah. I felt that was uh, My number one on this, and like we said earlier, oh, Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre is always going to be number one, number one. But it's a close one with this one. You know what I'm getting ready to say on this. Uh, is the uh, the amazing Hellraiser? Yeah. Uh, the first one. Right? The first one. The first. Okay. The first two are they're they're my favorites, but the original. I mean, come oh, on. Gee. Yeah. They're the original. You can't you can't beat it. Um, it's it's got a, such a weird factor. There are there are things in this movie that like, which I honestly wouldn't even notice if I didn't watch some stuff that was like telling like secrets and whatever, and I was just oh, like, oh right. damn it. Um, Sometimes you gotta believe the magic, man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. This, and this movie, it's 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 got that gritty kind of feel to it when you watch it. You, you oh yeah, man. You feel I mean, dirty, I, kind of. Yeah. Like if it's tattooed on me too, man. I get it. So. Yeah, like I, that's yeah, definitely it's in my heart. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. mine might be switched. I think I might put Hellraiser as the Untouchable mm-hmm. and Chainsaw. <laughs> you know, but, it, that's that, that's, but that's it's, the, it's the two. Yeah, but uh, the the OG. Hellraiser. It's not even my favorite in the series. Like, I have the scene from part three tattooed. That's actually, That's, and people hate on part three, but I mean, I've explained it before. Like, we don't, yeah. nobody gets it, yeah. you know, but I, like I think I'm three. one of the few people who get it. Uh, no, I love part you three. Know, but I it's got part some part stupid parts and, and craziness, but like, the OG is like a straight up, like, horror flick. It's got, it's a gothic tale. You know, it, it sticks. Mm-hmm. At least moderately close to the story, 
Like there's there's a few changes. But there's yeah. there's enough discrepancy that if you're a big Cloud Barker fan, if you're a big Hellraiser fan, and Hellraiser fan and never read the Hellbound Heart, yeah, you should read that. It's a it's a really small read. It's a it's a novella. Even it's not even you can read I, it in like literally one night. Yeah, I don't even think it's two hundred pages. I think it's like one hundred and thirty pages. Yeah, pages. But it's it's the story of Hellraiser and Frank and Kirstie and how all this stuff starts. But it's like. It's got all the shit they either couldn't film or didn't know how to film or took out or you know I mean it, the books are always more in depth, um, right? Yeah. So it it and Barker himself did this movie. Yeah. So he's at least the one that got to condense it down. And, you know, if you're gonna chop a movie up, I'd rather the dude that originally wrote. Oh yeah, the book be the one to chop the movie <clears throat> down because he'll pick out the the prime parts. You know, so oh definitely the first one gets the mo- the feel of the book perfect. You know, and uh, yeah, it's gritty. It's gross. Yeah. You feel oh yeah. Just like eh after it, you know, and like because Frank and just uh, well, more than just Frank. I mean Julia, and I mean just the, the way it's filmed. It's it feels greasy. It feels you know it, what I mean. It's it's, it's <laughs> such a yeah no. It really, I've seen a bunch of Hellraiser memes of uh, help me. I am in hell and I am all sticky. Like he's written on the, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, when, the, when the body's in the you know Kissy's room and shit, but. Um, yeah, you just feel kind of greasy to me. Like everything looks a little wet. Yeah, you know, even when he films, just like in the house, the banister looks like a little too polished. Like it looks a little wet. Like the floor yeah. looks a little wet. Yeah, you know. And when you see outside, like there's a there's a shot I'm thinking of in the first one where I can't remember if it's Julia or Frank looking out the window, and the shot outside looks real like crisp. And dry looking. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know how you really make... I'm not a video or a videographer or a cinematographer, so I don't know how you make film look wet yeah. or dry looking. But, like, the outside shots look dry. Yeah. Go back. When you when you watch it, put those words in it. Like, like, watch it through that film, like that kind of lens. And stuff inside the house where all the bad shit takes place looks wet and greasy and dirty. And everything outside looks looks clean and crisp. I don't know if that was intentional or just my filter putting it through there, but like, if you guys are fans of it, go back and rewatch the first one and kind of put the dry and the greasy feel through your head. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. outside does look real clean looking. And, and inside, okay. I think you'll see that everything looks a little just dirty or, or just kind of wet. I don't know, man. I, that's, that's how I okay. describe it to some other people, but I love the first one. Of course, we've talked about it, but. Oh, yeah. You know, it's. it's I, phenomenal. You, I, I love. I, when it comes down to these movies, I. I I've never seen one of them in the series. I never. I've never seen Hellworld. Okay, um, I'm with. I've got. I've so far. I've watched them all. I, I have. I have them all now, except for that shitty Revelation one. And I, well, I don't have judgment either. But uh, I, I watched part up to part four. I yeah. like up through Bloodline. That's how I feel. Yeah. And then I skip all that that junk in the middle. They're, they've got some like hints of some cool shit, and there's some cool Cenobites in a couple of them the Razor Twins and some other different just yeah. weird shit that are cool if you're just like a completist like we are it's mm-hmm. cool to watch them but if you're just going to rewatch watch one through four yep. and then jump to the very newest one yeah oh uh, yeah Judgment Judgment yeah uh, Judgment's a good flick because it has the same feel it makes you feel greasy it makes you makes feel, feel gross. really gross yeah there's some, some uh, gross out scenes but there's also some just like real horror shit you know yeah. and it's, uh, it's a it good brings time. back it brings it back a little bit yeah that's what I appreciate it so it. And now Barker has the uh, 
the name back and then bringing a series with a female lead and all yeah. kinds of cool shit. So it should be interesting. Uh, it should be awesome. I'm okay man. with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. You know, I mean, Pinhead. You know, he, he he's an iconic character. Uh, oh, Doug Bradley's. A, He's, awesome. he's a he's a beast. I mean, he's 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 a, a great character and a great actor. Yeah, super nice guy from yeah. what I can gather. I met him once at Scarefest. Yeah, he's good. He's an awesome dude. And I, I hear he really likes White Castle burgers. I've heard that too. Yeah. So if I if I know he's gonna be another con, I'm gonna bring a whole sack full of them next time. But he had posted. I guess it was a couple years ago. He was in. Uh, I guess he was walking through downtown Lexington or some shit. Yeah. And I was he was like posted about it. And shit. I was like, oh fuck, man. That'd be awesome, <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, I love this movie because it's 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 kind of almost like, and hear me out on this. It's like like Phantasm has like the, the all the kind of the weird shit and all that. Like Hellraiser does too, to 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 a degree. To a degree, because you have you know, the Cenobites. You you have multiple. Because you stories. don't even see the Cenobites until pretty close to the end, right? In the first one, yeah. yeah. I mean, the. The main story, yeah, but like, like, yeah, there's multiple stories going on. You have the story of like the couple that are moving into this shitty ass house, but yet all the weird Frank stuff. Yeah, Frank and and you know Julia, they had an affair at one time, and and then that's and she's so like hung up on him that she's willing to kill to bring him back. Yeah, and and Frank's just like a complete shitbag. Like, oh, he's a horrible, 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 just an awful, awful person, and is even worse in the book. So, oh yeah. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's just me. It's Uncle Frank. It's Uncle Frank. Uh, I I love this movie to death, though. I mean, I, I really do. And then one and two, though, I also have always said they kind of just they kind of just go together. All they do, they're kind of the the setup for the Cenobites, and they both have the same feel to them. Yeah. Because um, like you know, three three was a little more. There was more money it's involved. Just the whole there, deal. Was, there is, uh, yeah, there is money in the story. Shifts because uh, uh, the you know it's like everything changes. The director, you know, because Clyde Barker did the first two, yeah, right. So he jumps out and just as a producer or something, and then like I said, it has more money. Yeah, Pinhead dies technically, so you have to bring the story around from that. And like, yeah, you know, it's so perfect the way they did that. It too. just uh, yeah, it has a whole bunch of just weirdness to it. But the the first two. And then three's kind of its own thing, and four's kind of its own thing, and then I mean, they're and just, then they got to go off the rails. But the thing about three, though, that, that one of my favorite things is the, is the church scene. Oh yeah, you know, and not even just I mean, because obviously, like him standing up there, and he has like the weird, crazy nail things. Oh yeah, he's doing he's just, the, the Christ pose. Yeah, yeah but before that, when like the girl goes in there and she's trying to talk to this priest. And he's like telling her demons aren't real, and she's like, "Oh yeah, then what the fuck is that?" Yeah, that scene. I love is so that good. shit. It's but, that's fucking great. No, I love I love three also. It's good shit. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm gonna have to give like Hellraiser. I'm gonna have to give it a. Oh yeah. I have to give it a five. Yeah, absolutely. There's no. there's there's no getting away from that. It's Me too. It's uh, like I said part three is my favorite of the the series. But as far as just a just awesome horror flick. And just good, good at everything, characters, acting, iconic, five for sure. Hell yeah. Well, there it does it, folks. Chuck's birthday picks. Yeah. Yeah, I wish we were able to have a, 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 a sound. Sure brought or a kazoo or a, yeah. Yeah, right, a kazoo. There we go. Uh, but yeah, so those are my five, my five picks from this based on my tattoos. 
Because those are ones of my favorites. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're on their skin, they're pretty important to you. I mean, yeah. So, so you can tattoo a bunch of old dumb, dumb junk on there, and you've got these horror characters. So. Yeah, right. So, thanks for listening, and hopefully we'll have something here before too long yeah, uh, for you to listen to more or some shit. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. This is Chuck Nasty. This is Webin. Later.